0: Welcome to Pebbles of Light. I'm your host, Anne Maxon. Have you ever felt a bit lost during the dark times of life's challenges? I know I have. I'm so grateful for those friends, loved ones, and even strangers that have provided me a pebble of light in the form of understanding and support. They've blessed my life, sometimes even more than they know. Seeing a little bright spot on the path has helped me to move forward when things are difficult. This show is here to celebrate those who add light to our lives. We will share some of their stories as well as ways in which to light the paths of others please come find me on Instagram and Facebook at Pebbles of Light, as well as at ammaxson.com. I love having the opportunity to interact with you and hear about those who've added a pebble of light to your path. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode four of Pebbles of Light. Before we jump in, I want to do a quick throwback to last week's pebble. It was to ask God how he feels about you. I hope that you've had an opportunity to do that, and if you're comfortable sharing, I'd love to hear about your experience. Feel free to find me on social media at Pebbles of Light. It's our first episode with guests, and I'm so excited to share some of my most dear friends with you, Jessa Sebastian and Erin Gurney. These ladies have been such wonderful light shiners in my life. They became some of my closest friends as I moved to Idaho, and that's what we'll be talking about a little bit today. First, a quick word from this week's sponsor. When determining what companies I would want to work with to help support Pebbles of Light, Shine Cosmetics was at the top of my list. I mean, even their name ties in with the title Pebbles of Light. I had heard all about the amazing quality of Shine BB Cream for quite some time. Then I heard the origin story of the company as part of an interview on the Cultivate a Good Life podcast. You guys, this company started when a mom was helping her daughter get ready for a dance recital and realized that the names of the makeup in her bag sent a message she didn't want her daughter to hear. At Shine, you get shades with names like Beloved, Majesty, Determined, Loyal, Valued, Courage, and Empowered. And it's amazing makeup. I'm not a big makeup person, but Shine helps me love makeup. And if you want some lip color that isn't going to get all over your face mask, then their lip last is the way to go. Head on over to Shine Cosmetics and use code ANNM10, that's Anne with an E, or click the link in the description for 10% off on some amazing makeup with a positive message and help support Pebbles of Light at the same time. It's an awesome deal. Back to the show. Since Aaron is one of my favorite "Make Me Feel Beautiful" people, I felt I needed to have Shine Cosmetics as our sponsor this week. We ended up splitting this episode into two parts. Next week, we'll be talking about the importance of vulnerability in friendship, while today we are going to be talking about finding the friends that you need. First, I'll let Aaron and Jessa introduce themselves. Aaron, do you want to go first?
1: I am Erin Gurney. I am a wife and a mother of four, and I live in Nampa, Idaho. Jessa? Uh,
2: So my name is Jessa, and I currently live in the beautiful mountains of Boone, North Carolina.
0: Jessa also is an amazing doll maker. Jessa,
2: do you want to talk a little bit about where people can find you? Oh, sure. Um, (laughs) So I am on Facebook and the Instagram at Sebastian Design Dolls. And no joke, I actually get to meet some pretty amazing, amazing people through that and get to do some really special and unique things um, with them and for them. And I've just been super blessed that I get to do that, um, you know, get to do a work that I find so fulfilling and creative and enjoyable. And that for some reason, people just love to be along The journey with me and i just am so grateful for that
0: that's true i think maybe we need to do an episode about jessa's doll business as well because it has been kind of the origin story of it is phenomenal but also the ways that she's been able to give back the ways that she's been able to create dolls with for children that have physical other handicaps that she's been able to create dolls to help those children feel included in that i think is is pretty amazing
2: yeah, it's pretty a pretty special thing that kind of uh, came and f- sort of fell into my lap.
0: <laughs> awesome. And like I said, so all three of us used to all live together. Now Erin and I are pretty close. Jessa obviously is not since North Carolina and Idaho are nowhere near each other, and we miss her greatly. <laughs> but when I first moved up to Idaho, I had just finished pharmacy school, and I had a four-month-old baby. And so my kind of position my station in life had changed quite a bit so i had gone from being a student the majority of my life because i'd had quite a few academic endeavors before pharmacy school and so i'd been in school for a long time and all of a sudden i lost that and i wasn't doing this profession and that i'd gone to school for instead i was staying home with my son and then we moved away from all of those dear close and supportive friends i'd had in salt lake so i really struggled to kind of find my place when we moved up here. And I tried doing like blind dates. Have you guys ever done that? Like to try and meet new mom (laughs) friends. Like it feels like there should be like a dating app for moms, right? So that you can get to know new friends, right? You can read their profile. I mean, I guess there's Facebook stalking, but it
1: it would be nice if there was
0: like a way to be like, okay, maybe maybe this person would be a good friend to me. So you kind of try different things out. And I It was awkward. It was weird to try and find new friends. And I remember I met Erin. I was speaking in church, actually. And Erin was one of the people sitting down in the congregation. And I just spotted her. And she was kind of my person to look at, like when you're giving a talk and you kind of need a person to, to center you. Erin was my person, which was kind of weird because I didn't know who she was. So maybe she thought...
2: That's not weird. Erin has the most smiley, happy face ever. That's perfect. Of course it would have been Erin. I know,
0: right? She really (laughs) does. And so I was just like, oh, oh, this person, she seems so sweet and kind. And then shortly after that, I substituted in a um, young kid's Sunday school class and her son was in there. And I was like, this boy is amazing. He is just so wonderful. I need to find his mom. And it turned out his mom was the same person. So (laughs) it worked out great. And then we just kind of became friends through doing that. But Erin, what do do you remember of that?
1: So I remember your talk and I remember you talking to me about uh, my son Porter and you were like, he is amazing. I I think I need to, he needs to be in our life forever. Yeah. Like I, I remember you saying that. Like, I need him to be in our life forever, like my boy's, you know, life. And um I just remember um our husbands actually served together in Brazil on um a church mission. And so we kind of connected that way too. And I just remember Anne being just so, so direct and so kind. And so she was just like, let's get to the point. Let's be friends. (laughs) And I was like, okay, let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. And then I,
0: I was pregnant with my second and Erin decided she threw me a baby shower. And if you need a party thrown, oh, yeah. these t- both of these girls can throw an amazing party.
1: <laughs> we we like to party. We have fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. And then <laughs> Jessa, I remember Jessa sat behind me in church, and I was like, "Wow, she has a beautiful singing voice." We should make sure we sit in front of this family more often. And.
2: The, Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that.
0: And then shortly after that, we got called to serve together in the primary, which is the kind of the Sunday school for the the young kids. So we got to know each other really well through that. And then we did a preschool co-op, the three of us. Um, Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) (laughs) The preschool co-op that was, oh my goodness. I had the letter F, and I remember doing What Does the Fox Say? You know that song? And that had just come out, and like... I remember Jessa being like, I knew we'd be friends because you were like hip on the <laughs> <laughs>
2: on the pop culture. <laughs> on the pop
1: culture. <laughs> oh yes, that was
0: fun. That's awesome. Um, so both of you have moved around quite a bit. Aaron's husband has Um, done a lot of medical well dental training kind of specialized dental training so they've moved around a lot for that for residency jessa you guys have moved all over the place as well jessa just got back from spain but um just as far as all your your other moves jessa do you want to tell us a little bit about your experiences moving to new locations and trying to find friends
2: sure so um we have moved for school and jobs and things and mostly it was in the west um And, you know, each time you move is a little bit different. And especially um, when you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and moving in the West, you can move across town and have a whole new circle of people around you just because of church boundaries and kind of what's going on with that. Um, So even little moves like that kind of felt... uh, different in who you were seeing sort of, you know, more regularly. And then three years ago, we moved to the South in North Carolina, which was an amazing change, uh, but a big one for sure. And then a year ago, we moved to Spain and that was supposed to be a year, but because of something, I don't remember exactly what (laughs) happened. I feel like there was a global pandemic. I don't know. Something was going on that the world fell apart (laughs) and we had to come rushing back. So we are now currently back in North Carolina. So lots of interesting opportunities to make friends, both, you know, where I really understood people culturally and then where I felt a little bit out of my element and then where I felt completely out of my element. So uh, just some different experiences with all of that.
0: I think the other benefit of moving as members of the church, or I mean, any church really, if you're a member of a church congregation, all of a sudden you do have this support system and babysitters. Like, I think about people who move (laughs) and they don't, they're not members of a church and they don't have that kind of automatic community. I was like, how do you do that? Like, how do you find babysitters and and things like that? It was kind of interesting to think about.
2: So that. I will say that's one of the points I wanted to bring up today is I have kind of always thought that, right? Like, you know, being a part of a church community, you move and that's sort of an instant uh, social fix for you. But actually, that's not entirely true, I have discovered, because one, I think that it kind of limits us. I I will speak for myself. It limits me in my ability to go and seek new mom friends, because I do think of that as such a fallback. Mm -hmm. So it's not as easy, especially where I am now, the church community is not big at all. I mean, our church boundaries stretch all the way into Tennessee and up to an hour away just for our immediate ward. Um, Yes. So it's very, it's different. So I've had to learn some new skills in Okay, what do I do here? In that, all of my mom friends are not going to be a part of my church community. Not that there's just for the sole reason that it's not as easy. So that that's been interesting. And oh, I totally lost train of thought of the second thing I was going to say. I'll come back to it.
0: Well, and then what about in Spain? So you speak Spanish. So at least you, a little. At bit. least you had that. You could. At least communicate. How do I find a bathroom and things like that? But
2: I had Google Translate. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> nice. um, but what was that like over there? Because I would imagine that the church, like the number of church members, is it not as big? I guess I don't really know. Is it? Was there a large number of? Yeah. No. Members?
2: And um, no, there were not. And because we didn't have a car, it, it we were unable to really sort of make friends or meet up in the ways that we would have done here in the States. Um, Mm -hmm. So all of our social contacts or the majority of them came through either the university or the girls' school um, because I have two daughters And we did not put them in an international school. There wasn't one. So it was a local, semi private Catholic school. And that's where they went. And so I was on the PTA or the equivalent of the PTA there um, and volunteered in the class. And I volunteered doing um, English classes with the middle schoolers. And so, sort of through that, and it was interesting because the majority of the friendships that I were able to make and sort of maintain were through like WhatsApp. It was very much digital.
0: Interesting. But
2: it was amazing because it gave us both time, you know, on both ends to be able to sort of gather our thoughts, think of how we were going to say them, translate them, then get the response, you know? So it was um, very different, but, you know, people really were, were welcoming. And, and I think it was very helpful to have jobs and purpose Um, whether that comes from church or through the school, like that was very necessary in being able to establish some of those connections.
0: That makes sense. Well, and before you left, you were very busy here doing product releases and launches. I don't don't know the terminology. Sure. Yeah. That's
2: good. Great.
0: um, But going to Spain, you kind of had to close that down. So I feel like maybe in some ways you were similar to me where when I moved, I was like, whoa, I kind of lost part of my identity in moving. Mm Mm-hmm and trying to find yeah. your way in that regard. So that makes sense to make sure that you get involved with things and you're able to find some purpose and, and things like that. Does that, do you agree with that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: And Erin, how about you? I know you, you do a great <laughs> job of integrating and getting involved in doing things. So what were some ways that you were able to do that as you've moved around?
1: I feel like it was pretty easy within the church community, but also within Um, my husband's dental community to just have instant friends. That way we'd get together and do things because we're all in the same exact circumstance and we had little kids and we just got together. So that was, that was actually really nice. I I just think like, I think the most difficult for me was moving actually back to Idaho and being around family all the time and things when I had been away for so many years, I think like seven years or so I had been away and coming back and trying to figure out my new normal with family around, which is great because family is awesome and they're a support system and they're there for you, but finding my own place within my little area. So I think, I think my best way, honestly, getting to know new moms (laughs) is exercise. Okay. Jessa, you're not an exercise fan, but I, and I've been better at it at times in my life, but I think like me being like, Hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, let's meet up to go um, for a run. Let's do this. You know, I think you get to know people so well when you're just walking together. (laughs) And Anne and I, we get to walk together sometimes and it's great. It's so fun getting to catch up and things. But for me, yeah, integrating myself in the school, in you know my church community, and just kind of almost handpicking my own friends <laughs> because I'll take a look at somebody and be like, okay, they look really awesome. They look so fun. I'm going to go be their friend. <laughs> So I don't know i just i I just love surrounding myself with um, amazing women and good friends so yeah, I would say that you're very proactive. And just to clarify, that was not a dig
2: you saying that, you know, I hate exercise, because that's a given fact, like that was not a. just so everyone listening is not thinking you're being a mean girl. No, no, that's true. <laughs> um, but yes, you're very much so if I could share my story about you. So Anne, I feel like if I had to go back and talk about sort of our origin story, to me, it feels like we have just always been friends. Like I don't have a specific moment where I'm like, and this is what it was. You know, it just, we have always just felt so comfortable that it has always just sort of felt like we've been friends. I agree. Um, With Aaron, I remember, oh, I was pregnant and I hadn't told anybody yet. And I was super sick and I was sitting in my backyard and Erin shows up in and your, had in your
1: swimsuit in my in swim swimsuit it was hot. <laughs> with a little kiddie pool <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with your like
2: three-year-old. <laughs> yes. And, um, you showed up with some kind of pasta casserole bake, right? Yes. And yep. it, so it, I love that you talk about sort of that intention, because to me, when I think about you and making friends, it's you have purpose and you are, you know, you're walking or you here, I have brought you this casserole, because that's what you do. You have a, a token, I guess, to be able to sort of break that ice. And, you know, just to kind of close up that whole story right before I moved to North Carolina and I was packing up and was stressed with everything. You brought me that same casserole and (laughs) it was just very sweet.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like, I just sometimes feel like, you know, I'll, I will be looking in a crowd and whether it be on the PTO or at church or on my kids' sports teams and just be like, okay, that's who I'm going to be friends with. And I just like, not pounce because that's like an aggressive word, but like I just like make them be my friend. <laughs> I guess you could say, um, well, you're very intentional yeah, about I mean, it,
0: and I think going back to that conversation about like is there an app for that? um in some ways, maybe there is uh, just kind of some intuition of knowing, okay, this person needs to be a friend, and when I moved up here, I was struggling, and I reached out to some of those good friends, and I kind of said. Hey, I'm having a hard time making, or I I don't think I said, I don't think I would have been vulnerable enough to say I'm having a hard time making friends, but maybe they had asked if I'd made some good friends or not. And I said, Oh, I'm not, I'm not quite sure yet. And I had a friend who wrote back and she had gave me some advice and she said, just like as we prayed as missionaries to be led to those who are prepared, the Lord knows who can be your ministering angel friend, pray for her and pray to be one too. So as we make friend finding kind of a matter of prayer, like we know that God cares about us and he's going to help us have the people in our life that need to be there, especially during that station in life. And so as we go to him for guidance, we'll, as Aaron said, just be able to kind of look at a crowd or look at a group of people and know, okay, that's kind of the person that needs to be my friend. And there's a... A quote, I'll try and find it and I'll put it in the show notes from C.S. Lewis talking about how the Lord is a master of ceremonies and he'll do that. He'll put people into our lives that need to be there and how there's so much, so many things that could change the ability for people to become friends. You know, in in our case, where a lot of it is based on what church congregation you go to. I mean, you could live a block over and you would never, ever meet these people that will have such great influence on your life, that there really is kind of a divine hand in making those friendships as we allow that to happen. We'll pause right there for this week's episode. I found that quote from C.S. Lewis, and I want to make sure to share it. It says, quote, In friendship, we think we have chosen our peers. In reality, a few years' is difference in the dates of our births, a few more miles between certain houses, the choice of one university instead of another the accident of a topic being raised or not raised at a first meeting, any of these chances might have kept us apart. But for a Christian, there are, strictly speaking, no chances. A secret master of ceremonies has been at work. Christ, who said to the disciples, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, can truly say to every group of Christian friends, ye have not chosen one another, but I have chosen you for one another. The friendship is not a reward for discriminating and good taste in finding one another out. It is the instrument by which God reveals to each of us the beauties of others." End quote. That quote has really struck me throughout my life. I'll take a moment and think back on different friendships that I've made and think about how, whoa, that person came into my life at just the right time. I talked about a few of those people in episode 1 when I discussed those who have placed a pebble of light in my path. So the pebble for this week is to read through that quote again, I'll put it down in the show notes for you, and think about the friendships that you've made. Recognize all those non-coincidences in which people have come into your life at just the right time and have been the friends that you need. Be sure to tune in next week as Jessa, Aaron, and I talk a little bit about the importance of vulnerability and friendship. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in today. More than what has been said, I hope that you've been able to listen to your thoughts and feelings. Maybe you've thought of someone who's brought light to your path. Let them know of your gratitude. Maybe you've been inspired as to how to add some light to your own path or the path of another. Do your best to act on those feelings and impressions. I would love to learn more about you and your experiences. Please come find me on Instagram and Facebook at Pebbles of Light. If you like what you hear, please review so we can spread this light further. You can find show notes and more resources at annmaxson.com. Until next time.